0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the guests and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of Wisdom from North or any entities they may represent.
1: Now please enjoy the episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode on the Wisdom from North podcast. Wow, today you are really in for a treat. You're going to meet a teacher called Rihanna Aranze. And Rihanna wrote to me a couple of years ago and said, You know, I've written this book, you are the creator, and I really want to share my message on your channel. And to be honest, I was a bit shocked. I was a bit shocked. of how much suffering Rihanna has been through. I think we all as humans are going through our own dramas and pains, but some people are going through a lot more suffering than others. Just listening to this interview today, I think you will also perhaps sit with a feeling that Rihanna has an extraordinary mission in this life. It just seems to me that some people have to go through more pain than others, sort of to become that leader or that spiritual teacher, that way shower and guide for others. And I think also that this is planned in advance, that we actually plan before we go down to this planet what we will experience, sort of a blueprint. I've started to believe that more and more. And we also spoke about surrendering and manifestation and how they go together. Whether it's really possible to manifest something that is not really in your blueprint, even though we have free will. I don't know about you, what you think, but I've come to believe that Some doors are a bit more close to me and others are more open. And those doors that are open, that's where my destiny lies. So instead of knocking on those doors that are closed, I think my soul is guiding me to go where I do have flow because that's my destiny. Now, would it be possible for me to knock down that door that is closed? I don't know. I'm not sure anymore. I used to think that you can manifest everything, but let's be honest, I can't be a basketball player because I'm too short. (laughs) What do you think about this? This is an intriguing question, but hey, we're going to go much deeper today. I really felt that Rihanna in this conversation is opening a deeper level for us, for our expansion. So who is Rihanna? Well, Rihanna Arense is an international best-selling author, globally celebrated spiritual teacher and master healer. She has been called a teacher of teachers for the next generation of conscious transformational spiritual leaders, and she conducts teachings, accelerated training grounds, workshops, and sacred retreats worldwide, all focused in the fields of spiritual growth, mastery, healing, enlightenment. The Seraphine Wisdom, which you will learn a bit more about. This is about angels and initiations. She is also one of our Masterclass Teachers in Wisdom from North Membership. And if you are a member, you're so in for a treat. If you're not a member, remember you can always join us and get access to 50 plus right now Masterclasses, exclusive Masterclasses with teachers that I have handpicked for you including Rihanna's masterclass called Accelerate Your Journey to Inner Union. And in this podcast today, we are speaking about whether suffering is a choice. Wow, that's a deep one. We'll also learn about Rihanna's deep story, how she actually went into the underworld, she calls it, and had a long, long near-death experience. She was out of her house two times in two years. Her transformation and initiation, her spiritual next level awakening was quite deep. I don't think this is normal, like I said in the beginning. So yeah, you're going to need to have an open mind for this one. We also speak about this fixing ourselves mentality. Is there something to fix or are we actually whole and complete? And then again, We speak about surrendering and wow, I was almost tearing up a bit in this interview because all of a sudden Rihanna started to give me a reading. She said that two of the things that I long for the most are there for me in the vortex. This got a bit personal, I got to say, but it is at the end of the interview, which makes it a bit safer for me and I would like to include it there. Because I think it can be valuable for you too, to learn a bit more about Rihanna's perspectives and how we can manifest what is there for you and how we can surrender in order to open up for much more love and abundance and in order to receive what is meant to be coming to us. So let's go deep, people. Enjoy. Hi, Rihanna. How are you doing today? And welcome. Oh, thank you for
2: having me. It's always an honor to be with you, Janneke.
0: It's so great to connect with you again, because we did an interview a couple of years ago that became very popular. I got a lot of great feedback uh, on that interview. And I think that might be because, of course, you're beautiful and all that and wise and deep. But I think it's also because you went really deep deep like you were really vulnerable sharing a lot of your quite dark history and suffering and we spoke about your book called uh, you are the creator and now you're coming out with a new book and that has a reason you told me you know something has happened after sort of this first I don't know awakening that you had and all this transformation then another transformation came and that's why I was really curious about hearing a bit more about this and you also had a near-death experience and I also want to mention for everybody watching that uh, Rihanna also has a masterclass in wisdom from north membership that is just beyond beautiful it's called accelerate your inner journey to inner union so let's speak a little bit about that Rihanna before we dive deeper into what happened to you so this is a masterclass that is in wisdom from north membership and why are you so passionate about teaching our members and other people like how we can open up for this inner union and what that is basically
2: absolutely so wow so th- this master class is really just the uh summarized version of what it really truly takes to come into union with yourself and i say come into union with yourself because one is always seeking and searching outside of themselves for that happiness for that joy for that attainment for that achievement for that feeling of peace and what they find is that, that when they get what they want they are still unhappy why is that because their peace and what they are searching for does not reside outside of themselves but within themselves and so that is what the ascension journey is ultimately about It's about bringing you home to yourself it's about unbecoming everything that is false that is untrue that is illusion illusionary illusionary that's the word <laughs> it's about sharing everything really that is not in alignment with your the, the truth of your soul and once you share those layers the beauty of your soul the power and the the true authenticity of who you are can begin to emerge and I find that you know um there's a lot of within the self-help industry within the spiritual industry there's a lot of focus on okay so now my goal is to fix myself so if you want to fix yourself that tells me that you think you're broken right now who is thinking that thought it is not the soul self because the soul self is already whole is already content with itself it is the limited self the constructed self the personality self that thinks it is broken and so it's about moving away from wanting to fix yourself but rather allowing yourself to transform into more of who you truly are and that is the process of shedding that is the process of self-mastery that is the process of coming home to yourself and this is what the master class is really really about
0: yeah so it's quite a lot that you actually receive in this class and it's 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 a very big potential for opening up to something really beautiful and you also give a meditation where you said that you just told me that and I didn't know this that you collaborate or connect us with these angels and a specific type of angels and I got so curious about who are these angels and what is sort of your relationship with them?
2: Okay, so I I work with a lot of beings. I work with the Council of Light. I work with the Ascended Masters. I work with um, uh, the Syrians, the Pleiadians, but I most importantly work with the Seraphim. I think I did mention that on the previous interview we had with the Seraphim Angels. So they are really the direct feminine emanation of Source God. They are the feminine, energy uh, of, I would say, not in form, but they are the the metaphor or the example of what the feminine energy of source God is. And they represent that. They really surround the throne of God, if you were to think of God in that way. Um, And they are really what we call creator angels. And so they assist humanity and they assist individuals into coming into their creator power, their true essence as the, uh, as having the ability to truly um, command miracles, being the vibration of, of manifesting miracles and being that miracle in our own lives. They are very, very powerful angels and they usually depict themselves as, or at least to me, as um, these pearlescent white dragons, um, And, but that was to me, and they might appear to a lot of people that way, but they are fierce, they are powerful, but absolutely so loving and so powerful. And though they, I work with them a lot amongst other beings. And so this meditation is really a culmination of, um, all of my team of guides, these the angels, as well as the masters coming forward to sort of initiate those that are ready to stepping deeper into the essence and into their power.
0: Wow. Fascinating. There's so many questions just there. <laughs> so <laughs> dragons, that got me interested. I thought dragons were dragons, you know, and angels were angels, but you're saying yeah. that these angels are showing themselves as dragons, but they're not dragons huh why would they do that they
2: they depict themselves as um having four sets of wings four sets of four sets of wings yeah so four wings on either side instead of the two wings um, they're mighty, mighty beings, um, but they usually, I, I feel that I, I, I've heard and I've experienced that they usually show themselves to one as in the form of a dragon. Obviously, that's not the actual form because they are pure energy, pure source, but they usually appear that way um, to others and to myself.
0: Wow. And uh, did they sort of uh, connect to you at a young age or and has they have they always been with you? Or is this something that uh, you open up to in your journey?
2: Well, before I wrote my first book, um, I went through a multitude of initiations, meaning some could call it the dark night of the soul. Um, I call them initiations. Um, but it sort of um, helped me to heal uh, and transform and shed lots of lots of layers and through one in one meditation I'd gone really deep uh, within that meditation um, and I then encountered one of these dragons coming towards me and I, (laughs) I remember I was so fearful in that moment. I, I closed my eyes in that moment. I closed my eyes because out of fear. And this dragon came towards me. But as it came towards me, it sort of minimized the size in order to to allow me to see it more clearly. And I stood with my eyes closed. This was in the meditation. I stood with my eyes closed, and telepathically, it said, "Rihanna, open your eyes." And I opened my eyes, but it was still blurry. I remember my vision was still blurry. And then eventually the blurriness went away. And even though it was a white pearlescent, magnificent dragon, the face was so loving, so absolutely loving. And I realized I feared absolutely nothing. But then what happened was I was downloaded with um, from the Akashic Records, I was downloaded that that my soul sort of um, the first life that my soul took on form was as a seraphim. And so when they stepped forward, they basically asked me to bring forward a certain program with source codes that will help a manatee ascend and step into their power and to the deeper levels of embodiment. So they sort of showed me my previous lifetimes as a soul and some of the work that I'm needing to to do in this lifetime. And that's sort of where some of my programs was birthed after that encounter. And, And that was a couple of years ago. That wasn't even... I've I've never seen anything like that before in my life.
0: So you definitely have a very powerful and strong life purpose it seems like.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Before we move into what happened the latest 2 years after we connected, can you share a little bit like shortly about your background for those who are totally new to you and To understand a bit more about your story and how these initiations started.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely so the majority of my life I would say up until age 23 was really really dark in terms of um, my experiences of abuse, sexual abuse. Um, I I talk a lot about that in very detail in my first book Um, but I was really in states of suffering for for that first 20 odd years. I was in deep states of suffering and depression. Um, I went through multiple multiple traumatic experiences from a very early childhood age up until my adulthood still. And when I started to reach rock bottom, I, I remember there were many times I wanted to take my life. I wanted to, I no longer wanted to live because I couldn't understand why i needed to suffer so much i didn't understand the purpose of life if this was all that life had to offer was it just okay have a job make a family have a house and that's it i couldn't understand what the point of life was and i started asking these greater questions and funny enough shortly after that i began getting answers in very synchronistic ways and um, that's when my awakening began. And my healing journey started. And when I realized that who we truly are is so, so magnificent, I finally felt liberated because I realized, oh my word, there is more. There is more to life than what we've been taught. There is so much more. And people would think that I had to go through an arduous journey to then heal after that. It was actually very exciting for me because now I could actually remove the layers, the falseness, the untruth, the masks, the personas. I could finally get rid of that and be myself or at least work towards being myself. Then I also had many other initiations that followed that, um, specifically designed for me, by me, I would say by me because I'm referring to my higher self, uh, to sort of put me through training grounds where I'm literally tested to see how much I've mastered, literally tested uh, almost pushing me over the cliff every single time to see how how deeply I've mastered something. And that was the birthing of my second book, which is To Come. Um, that deals a lot with the path of mastery um, and it shades a lot of the uh, untruths that one would learn in spiritual communities, in the self-help industry. Um, I mean, everything serves you on a certain level, but this the, what I've learned in this last two years in my last initiation um it really cracked me open like never before because before that initiation I thought that I'd already cultivated a deep level of self-mastery and I was surprised when I realized that there was more but not only for myself what I had gone through in that two-year period um I heard from my guides and was told by my guides that it was not just mine, it was on behalf of so many others, and on for the collective energetic and consciousness and the evolution of mankind as well. And so even though at times I thought it was all mine, it was me sort of taking on the responsibility of shedding certain things. And many people do that, and they're just not aware that they are actually healing for so many other people as well not just their stuff and so oh, wow. and so yes. and so that cultivated it's it cultivated a deep level of mastery I, I cannot even oh, I, I wouldn't even know how to describe what it felt like for two years being trapped within myself I would call it the underworld but it felt like I was sub, submerged into a dark hole and I couldn't get out and I suffered. And I tell you, I'll tell i tell you why I suffered. I suffered. People always think that suffering is a part of life. It's not. Pain is. Contrast is. Discomfort is. Challenges are. Shadows are. Those experiences is part of being human. Yes, we are here to feel deeply, but what causes pain to turn into suffering? And And I realized that when I had an experience, for example, um, one of the experiences I had was my body started to shake uncontrollably as if I was having a seizure. And I immediately started to panic. I assumed I was going to die. I started fearing what was going to happen next, I assigned a meaning, a definition, a label, an idea to that experience, and that caused me suffering, not the experience itself. What I attached to, what the meaning I attached to the experience is what caused me suffering. Eventually, when I no longer attached beliefs, meanings, and ideas, and assumptions to an experience, that is when I could just experience the experience going through the pain or the discomfort and allowing it to release through me instead of of prolonging it and turning it into suffering. And so, yes, I suffered for many years, but that I realize now was because I assumed old beliefs based on past experiences. I had fears, I had ideas and assumptions that I would attach to an experience that would make it so much worse than what it actually was and there is so much that I dive into that will allow one to, um, it will allow one to radically accept the moment as it is, without any assumption, any idea, surrendering to everything in the moment, just as it is, and yes, it's uncomfortable, yes, it can be painful, but you don't have to suffer, and I'm, they're reminding me now to Uh, They're asking me to give you an example. So if you were to think of someone on their deathbed or someone that is suffering a debilitating illness or disease and they are laying there not being able to do anything for themselves, most people would naturally assume that that person is suffering, right? People would naturally assume that. But have you ever spoken to many of the people that are going through those experiences sometimes some of them based on their perspective they would be at peace with where they are they would be in a complete neutral state to where they are the people that are usually suffering are the people around them the family and the friends because they are assuming that this person must be suffering and Once again, the divine and source and our guides are just reminding us that every moment is just a neutral experience until we assign a meaning to it. And so when we allow ourselves to be with ourselves in the moment with no attachment, no assumption, no old belief, no nagging thing from the past, just present, neutral, That experience will will be able to inform you. It will be able to teach you. It will be able to open a gate for you so that you can be liberated from anything that is keeping you limited and trapped. It's usually the gateway to liberation is what I call it. Your pain, your experiences are the gateway to liberation. And you allow yourself then to be um, taught, informed, you allow yourself to to gain more clarity and understanding about life, about reality. Um, And that's what every single experience is here to teach us. But what we do is we assign so many things to it, about it, and we keep ourselves stuck. And this is what the journey for me has been about, especially the last two years. I needed to cultivate a very, very deep level of mastery. I didn't think I would make it. I honestly did not think I would make it. But I realize now looking back that we are stronger, more magnificent than we think we are when we just open ourselves up to it. And we allow ourselves to go into the unknown and allow ourselves to go over the threshold with fear or not, instead of trying to suppress and fight And deny, just be with what is, and that will liberate you.
0: Wow. Uh, Many things here that I want to comment on. The first one was that sometimes we take on the suffering of others or shedding things for others. And I really love that idea because I think our journeys are very individual And uh, I think some souls are taking on more than others as well. So I think that's a a beautiful idea for people out there who feel like I've been suffering so much. So, okay, well, you know, it's not in vain. I'm learning, I'm growing, but I'm also perhaps helping others with this. Uh, So that was, that was beautiful. Uh, And I also think that maybe such a deep spiritual journey is not for everyone because when you're Speaking about mastery, I'm like, (laughs) I'm starting to sweat a bit because mastery, I mean, that is, I feel like that's demanding a lot, like just being human, I think is so hard. So many situations that come up where I feel like I did not pass that test or, wow, this is still hard for me, or this is my blind spot. And I really admire your work of going that deep because I've never gone that deep in my life. Uh, and I think that's for a few people, a few souls who really dive that deep. And then I wanted to comment also on the suffering, because that's very interesting. Because you said that uh, to me, like we spoke earlier, that suffering uh, is a choice. You said something around those lines. And then I'm curious. Um, okay, let's speak about some examples. Grief, for example, if you lose you know, a child or you lose your husband to death, um, I realize that yes that they have gone over to the other side and they might be okay but you still feel that loss or you can have that sort of white grief that is about the things that I don't have maybe you never got a child and that's all that you ever wanted or you really long for a partnership and you just cannot have a partnership or you long for something and it's not there. Like the grief of what is not there. Can you speak Mm. a little bit to those, like grief in general of losing something and then also longing for what is not there when you, in your heart, just really long for it? Mm,
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So like grief, Same with anger, with any other intense emotion that one might experience Um, when we go through life is all part of being human. Obviously, we are to experience emotions in a very deep level. But then we are taught that we are we shouldn't feel them because they're too uncomfortable. We shouldn't go into the grief. We shouldn't go into the anger. We shouldn't go into those things because it's it's not good emotions. And we deny ourselves of the experience of being human. And when you actually allow yourself, I've seen this with clients that have gone through grief before. When they actually allow themselves to go through the process of grief, yes, it is a process, they will come out with more understanding, more clarity. There's nothing that anyone can sort of tell them to alleviate the pain or the grief or the discomfort. It is, it is a process that will be felt very deeply. And guides are saying that on a higher level, these are some of these experiences are experiences that we have chosen to have at a higher level, to experience ourselves in form, or to know ourselves through experience and know ourselves through experience with others. And so everything on earth is truly just a gift. Everyone we encounter, um, I'm going to speak to the the loss of or the lack of not receiving anything. There's a question that's coming to mind and the question is, when you feel like you lack something, or you don't have something, is it come, coming from a, a place of lack, a place of um, circumstance, or is it coming from just a deep desire that you're wanting? Does it feel like a hole? Does it feel like it's something that's going to fulfill you? Or is it just a desire to experience more? It's a question that one must always ask oneself, because when we are wanting to manifest something but it's coming from a place of lack or a place of circumstance or a place of struggle or place of uh, space of survival then it's coming from a place of place within us that has probably been been cemented in at a very very early age it's got nothing to do with anyone else really it's got everything to, to do with ourselves and what we feel about ourselves but if it is just a desire to have that experience then that is coming from the heart and when we desire something and it's coming from lack or circumstance or or not feeling whole and we stay within the mind, and we say, okay, if I don't have it, I'm not going to be happy, then we are, once again, keeping ourselves in suffering, instead of radically surrendering to the higher self, to the divine, to show you how much more happiness and joy you can bring into your life. Then we are in states of resistance to what, to all the joy and abundance that actually wants to come in. Um, It's more it will be specific to every single person it's 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 very individual because everyone is a different set of life story values experiences that they come from for for us that have for some of us that have cultivated healing already it might come from just a desire to experience more to have more connection but for many people that can actually stem from a hole or fracturedness within ourselves that is wanting to be filled with love. And so what happens is we experience on the outside the likeness of what we what we are experiencing inside. So if we don't anchor that deep love that we are within ourselves, we don't anchor into it, it's not going to be murdered outside of ourselves, but in order to anchor that, We must recognize that everything we need is already within us. It is already here. We are not just this experience, this moment. This is just a small little moment, a small lifetime that we've chosen to experience. There are many other lifetimes that you exist, that you will exist, that you have existed, that you are still existing in. You don't cease to exist. You will always exist. It is impossible. This flesh and bone, is the only thing that is temporary. The personality self is temporary, but the soul, your heart, the being underneath all of that will always exist. You are eternal. And when we align ourselves to who we truly are, suffering ceases, and everything just becomes an experience. And we then naturally receive the abundance and the joy and the people and the connections that we so desire because we are not in resistance to what is right now we're not in resistance to the present moment we're not in resistance to our lives as it is right now and when we accept radically accept our lives as it is right now as it is accept it, open your arms and say whatever, divine, whatever, whatever you, whatever you have in store for me, I'm ready. I'm open. I'm done with the trying, with the struggling. Do with me what you will. Just open your arms and completely surrender. And you're not surrendering to anyone else. You are just opening yourself up to you. And when you do that, all of that fight, flight, suppression, resistance, falls away and the consequences of that is absolute liberation is abundance is happiness is joy it is right there within you people sometimes think i need it in tangible form in order to make me happy and it can be but most of the time we are resisting what actually wants to come in because we fear We fear, what if it doesn't come? What if I don't get this? What if I don't have that connection? What if I don't have my baby? Then what? Who am I going to be then? As these fears, these limiting fears and thoughts and assumptions we make that you think defines you, none of that defines you. You are powerful, absolutely magnificent. If you could see your soul as your 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 guides and god does you would be astounded that this moment right here is just a moment it's just an experience you've had many of them and you will have more you cannot cease to exist and that is the message that's sort of coming through from the divine today is that most of the time we we ourselves prevent things from coming in based on what we believe our fears our assumptions our, our ideas and that is usually based on past experiences but that, that is where self-mastery comes into play you said it's, it's very advanced and most people are not into the advanced mastery but it's not anything you do it's actually the undoing of everything you're trying to do that is what self-mastery is about it is about coming back to yourself letting go of the trying and the doing and the achieving and the attaining. Yes, if it's a desire, it will be and you will go forth, forth and manifest it. But if it's stemming from a place of fracturedness, then it's coming from a place that doesn't feel whole. And you as a soul, you cannot be unwhole. You cannot be fractured. You are already whole. You are already everything you desire to be.
1: Wow
0: wow wow it's very inspiring to listen to you i got to say um i want to i see that time is running by so fast and i really want to head over to your sort of big second initiation i know you had a lot of them but after our interview what happened then and i you know we connected a little bit after that interview and i understood that you were going through some deep things and then you said you had a near death experience and i have Uh, interviewed quite a few about near-death experiences and I'm so curious and fascinated by them because um, I see that there are some common traits some common things that people are experiencing but still it seemed to be a bit tailored so if you would like to share I'm super curious about what was your experience
2: okay so my experience was very very weird But uh, um, I, uh, you know, I was having a very, very, I don't know, I I was feeling very unwell. And I remember that night as if a veil had been, it felt almost like a shadow had come over me. I felt like I was no longer present within this world. I felt like I was in another world and it was very frightening to me. I didn't know what this was. And I remember feeling very sick. And I was going in and out of consciousness, and then my body went into complete shock. My body went into complete shock. I was for ten days. I was sort of on the precipice of death. I could re- I could literally see myself in between worlds. I could see I could I could see myself in between worlds. I wasn't on this planet, but I was in between this one and the next. And there's many things I experienced in those moments, but a lot of it a lot of it was actually fear that I experienced because I was so conscious of what was happening and I wasn't sure am I gonna die am I gonna live I wasn't sure where my path was going
0: and were then, you in the hospital or were you at home or were you alone I or? was
2: I was at home and I I was sort of this process within a two-year period I would probably left my house twice and that was just to move that was just to move homes. I couldn't even function in the physical world. I, could, I couldn't I could even have a conversation with people. Someone would speak to me or my partner would speak to me and I couldn't, my mind, it's as if I had, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. It's It's as if I had many illnesses at the same time. During that two-year period, I couldn't think. My mind felt like I couldn't remember. Um, I couldn't focus on in a conversation. Um, there was so much fear penetrating my body. I literally wanted to die. I told my guides, "I don't think I can do this anymore. I cannot do this. I don't have the strength." And I looked at my son. I looked at my son. And he was the hope that got me through that that time, that period of time. And I thought to myself, you know what? If I'm going to live, I'm going to live for him. I'm oh, sorry.
0: No, no, don't be. And... Um...
2: Eventually, after a while, I just started to naturally surrender to all of the stuff that doctors could not explain. I went to many doctors, and there were many things they couldn't explain to me, and I knew that my life was literally hanging by a thread, and I didn't know at the time if I was going to live or die. But eventually, um, I got clear communication from my guides that I was not going to die, um that it was part of the initiation that I was needing to go through in order to sort of push me so far over the edge that I cultivated a deep level of mastery within myself and I came home completely to myself during that period of time I remember one experience I told you earlier when my body was shaking so much as if I was having a seizure and I would normally freak out and panic and think um oh my word I'm gonna die something's gonna happen I need to go to the hospital but he, after experiencing experiencing that for a few times eventually I got to a point where I was like you know what I'm just gonna surrender I went to lay on my bed I allowed myself my body to shake I couldn't breathe it felt as if the pressure was going into my head my body shook for five minutes I relaxed into it I surrendered so deeply into that moment. Within three to five minutes, the shaking stopped and I slept like a baby. And I realized that all that time, I was preventing my body from actually releasing fear that was stuck within the body. I was freaking out so much. I was panicking because I assumed something bad was going to happen. And I stopped my body from actually just releasing the fear. And when I finally just relaxed into it, surrendered into it, even though it was so uncomfortable, I could actually release fear out of my body. And that became a a deeply intensive training ground through experience, how to surrender, how to relax the body, how to radically accept the moment as it is without attaching and assuming anything. And that I cultivated that deeply over the two year period. And um, yeah, that's, (laughs) that was a lot of my journey. It was very, very intense experiences. Um, The near death experience that triggered um, what we would call a Kundalini awakening. So spontaneous Kundalini awakening, going through the near death experience, triggered that. And it's as if mm, for, for that whole period of time, I was in a different world. I was I call it the underworld because it was just darkness. There was no joy. There was no nothing beautiful about that experience at all. It was pure shadow.
0: Uh, I remember Dr. Eben Alexander explained something uh, similar. He was a neurosurgeon uh, and we become quite uh, famous about his story, his near-death story. And he was also in this place where he felt like... Uh, I, I don't have the, the English word for it but in my mind it was like worm place uh, like he was just, like dragging himself along like worm almost and he felt like he was there in millions of years from what I remember did you have sort of a sense of time and yeah the underworld uh what was sort of your sense there? Were you only scared, and or, or did you still like have a foot in the physical world, and you knew, okay, this is scary, but I, I'm still, you know, half alive in the other world?
2: <laughs> I was consciously aware that I was still on Earth because I could see my son, I could see the people around me, but I couldn't function properly. I couldn't speak at times. I couldn't walk to the bathroom at times. I was petrified with so much fear within the body and I realized afterwards it wasn't all mine I was in a space that was perfectly designed to give me that experience so that I could master it but then there were also times where I was releasing a lot of pain a lot of grief and a lot of pain for thousands of I would say ancestors or generations before us and the 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 the, ancestral lines and for the collective as well and so my body was literally also purging a lot of the pain and the grief and the trauma through my vessel was being purged it felt I knew I was on this planet partially but I was mostly in this other dimension other world and it felt like I I don't know what to call it because I I don't have a word for it but it, it felt like a very deep dark hole where excruciating pain fear like I've never and I knew fear I knew fear all my life but that was something else that was i that was something I've never ever thought one could experience it was very intense Um, I would never want to endure it again but I am thankful for it because where I'm sitting now I feel more stronger, I feel more authentic, I feel more in tune and in union with my soul self and there is really nothing that can happen in this physical world that can really shake me anymore in terms of The connection that I have with the divine, with my soul self. Um, I sort of see things in a much more expanded from a much much more expanded perspective than I have before. So it's just a deeper, deeper, deeper level. And I was very upset with my ISL when I when I went through that experience. I was like, why does it have to be like this? Why? I mean, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Why do I have to go through these things? But looking back on that, I realized that I'm a very stubborn person and had I not experienced certain things, there were certain stubborn fears, certain stubborn beliefs that wouldn't that I wouldn't let go of that needed to sort of reach that threshold of, of just jumping off that cliff and completely surrendering and letting go of that. It was complete liberation in the deepest, deepest sense of the word.
0: Wow. Wow. It definitely seems like you have quite a big mission here that not all humans have. Uh, I'm just so amazed by your story. I I assume that you explain, explaining this in the new book, like what happened. Yeah. Yes. Uh, And what shifted, like, how did you get out of it? So how did you sort of Uh, yeah you, you talked about surrendering was it that you started to surrender and that's when it sort of started to dissolve that that dark world and you sort of came back to life or into the light or
2: it was very slow the coming out wasn't just like one moment one the next morning I woke up and boom yeah I'm back it wasn't like that it was very slow it's like Um, if you think of a uh, a butterfly or something coming out of the cocoon, it was a process. I needed to really hammer myself out of that cave and get out of that cave. And, you know, what was frustrating at times was that just when I thought, okay, oh, finally, I'm completed. I've reached it. Yay. And then two weeks later, I'm starting to feel a bit better. And then two weeks later, boom, back. Back into that hole. And I'm like... And eventually, even the frustration surrendered. Eventually, even the part of me that was complaining surrendered. And when it happened again and again and again and again, it just became an experience. It was just an experience. And even though I didn't understand the purpose of it, I could say, you know what? It's just an experience. I don't know why, but I trust that it will benefit me. I trust that it is in the highest benefit of my path and for for my purpose going forward. And it truly, truly, truly was. And just like you said, the path, the the level of the depth of of self-mastery and the experience that I had is not what everyone will experience. It's very rare actually, but I was meant to teach it in a way that will help people, no matter which level they are on, if they can just learn to let go, stop the trying, trying stop the fixing, and, and align to the soul self instead of the personality self that thinks it's broken, your consciousness will begin to expand. These tools can serve everyone, and you'll find that the joy, the happiness, the completed feeling is within yourself it truly 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 is um it is a vibration it is a level of consciousness it is the coming home to yourself and when you reach that point everything opens up to you everything opens up to you I'm saying that twice now because the second time was meant directly for you Yanika when I said everything opens up to you this always happens I'm doing <laughs> it always happens when I get individual messages but it's just a deeper level of surrender for you, like for me, you, when you reach that deeper level of surrender, Janika, that two, I see two things in your vortex of creation, two specific things, I see a partner, I see a child, that is meant to be yours it has to be it already exists it already exists (laughs) Yannika. open yourself up to receive accept everything just as it is be okay with being okay right now be okay with everything as it is right now as messy as unclear as it is just let go allow yourself to come into union with yourself that that you desire it already exists if i'm looking down a timeline it's there you are in the process of aligning with that right now surrender radical acceptance of what is don't fight what is now accept what is right now
0: yeah, right now I'm fighting my age. <laughs>
2: your age,
0: <laughs> my age. Now
2: you see that is also just a yeah Um a, a man made belief and thought, uh, a collective limiting belief.
0: You think so? With a child?
2: Oh. oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let me tell you: if a child is meant to be in your life, it will be. Mm. It will be.
0: Wow, that is so interesting. Cause Rihanna, I'm in this, I'm still recording, and I was just going to ask you about this after we had finished recording. And then you start reading me exactly about, you know, my deepest desires. Oh my goodness. Whew. I'm like so warm now. <laughs> and,
2: uh... <laughs> you see, this is what happens <laughs> when I'm in the when I'm in the channeling mode, and then unfortunately. I just have to step aside and allow the message to come through.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Um, Thank
2: you, your higher self. Your higher self was really just speaking to you,
0: reminding you. Yeah. And the surrendering is something I'm working with, uh, if you can call it that. It's something that has come more and more to me because I work with a lot of teachers. We make online programs and Wisdom from North is all about different perspectives. And then in the midst of that, I you know, have my own investigations and wondering about things. And some teachers focus a lot of, on the manifestation process and others are more about the surrendering. And to me, I've sort of moved more over to this sur- surrendering part this part where I feel that sometimes I feel like I've been knocking on the door so hard and it just never opens, you know, and yeah. wanting to open, but it's, it's just not opening while other doors are like, ah, there it is. I'm like, so it seems like life is sort of bringing me where I should be. And I also think that, you know, if I really desire something from my heart and I was just actually feeling into this before we went into this interview, I just felt into this child and I immediately started tearing up because it's just so vulnerable. I just felt so much love that I almost had to shut it down because yeah. it, it was just too overwhelming for me yeah. like to go into that desire. Uh, but I think maybe that desire is there because it actually is there for me otherwise it wouldn't make sense would it like desiring something so much if it's not there why would you desire it so much then it's just where I'm at right now
2: yeah yeah and and the surrender process naturally allows you to manifest the things within your heart within your soul you don't even have to focus okay I want to. I want the chocolate I want the chocolate you don't have to focus on the chocolate to manifest the chocolate okay. the divine your higher self knows there's a vortex with all your desires already in place when you surrender manifestation naturally occurs but but we need to re- we need to surrender so deeply that even if the outside the external doesn't change Can we still hold alignment and be in union with ourselves or are we going to constantly look and see if something changed? Because if we're constantly looking, then we haven't truly surrendered. So it is a cultivation. It is constant process of coming back, coming back, coming back and surrendering. Looking, okay, no, Rihanna, don't look. Accept the moment as it is. Coming back to the present moment. If that outside doesn't change so what you you need to get to a point of radical acceptance when you do that Hmm. it's the the natural consequence of that is everything you desire
0: wow um beautiful you know i I wish we could just make an online program right here and go into it because you know it's, it's One thing that I understand what to do in a way and not doing. But it's another way to have some guidance doing this. So can you share a little bit about your work? How can you help people? Uh, Obviously, we've been speaking about my masterclass today. And if you're curious, everybody who's watching or listening on podcast, you're so welcome to join us in the membership. And then you'll get access to Rihanna's class and actually 50 plus other classes with handpicked teachers that I've handpicked for you. And can you share a little bit about uh, also on your website, like what kind of services you provide?
2: All right. So um, I'm all about the path of embodied mastery. And like I said before, it's not now I have to do all these things. It's actually about doing less. It's actually about becoming your true essence. So I have many, many programs on my website. Um, A lot of group. um, I, I have my own membership that I'm relaunching next month, Um, but I have many classes. I work one-on-ones with people as well, and I have personal mentorships with individuals. So I have maybe a three-month mentorship with with individuals. I work with people on various levels, um, and you can find that all on my website. Um, I also have my book and my new book coming out hopefully before the end of the year, um, can also find me on Facebook where I post my quotes and my my daily teachings um yeah baby there there.
0: <laughs> wonderful well Rihanna thank you for such an enlightening conversation I I really was enjoying this and I love when I just feel more alive like in these interviews I do and it's always a confirmation for me that I'm on my purpose doing what i'm supposed to be doing and thank you so much for being so vulnerable and opening up so much and sharing so much uh, for us today because uh, it just shows us what's possible right and also gives us some tools and some direction and guidance to what we can open up to yeah. so thank you so much for being here today and uh yeah all the best
2: with your work thank you so much jenninger such an honor such and such a pleasure always 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 a pleasure Thank you.
0: And thank you for watching or listening, everybody. Much light from the US and Norway. Bye bye.
1: Hold up. you want to
0: become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light, from here.